Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Face on Fridays. I'm back here again with Divya on season two in 2022. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's, everyone. The faithful viewers and faithful listeners will remember me from season one, episode one, when Iman and I kicked this whole thing off, as well as season two, episode one, mm-hmm. which was, by the way, the last episode of Face and Friday, was it not? Yeah, it was actually in June 2021, oh so it's been quite a while. Quite a while. <laughs> right. Yeah, this just make me a regular on the show. <laughs> Might as well, right? Might as well call it the Divya Demon show then. Alright, so um, for today's topic, we are gonna talk about should vaccines be mandatory? Right. Interesting topic. So, um, Interesting in topic. case you've been living under a rock for the past, well, it's been two years. For the past two years, we are currently in the middle of a pandemic. Some might argue we are not in the middle of it, but honestly, who knows at this point? And vaccines have been rolled out over the past year. So, in fact, one might say that was one of the defining factors of 2020. Am I right, Iman? It has been uh, a crazy year, you know, with the pandemic and all the vaccines. But also, fun fact, uh, we actually shot this episode at the end of 2021. Oh boy. But due to technical difficulties, uh, we had to reshoot the episode. to record the audio. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot to record the audio, whatever. But we had to record again, so here's the re-recorded episode. But back to the pandemic. Yes, 2021 has been... All for you guys. All for you guys. <laughs> exactly. So That's for... For those of you on Spotify, I just changed my background to uh, yeah. fucking cats. To cats. Right, good to go. But back to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. 2021 has been a crazy year. You know, um, we had uh, the, the role of vaccines came out in the beginning, the beginning of the year. And by the end of 2021, uh, almost uh, most of the countries that have vaccination programs uh, ongoing have already had more than 50% of their population vaccinated, which is pretty good. One would say so, definitely. So, the vaccines have definitely made an impact on our lives. So, instead of just months of lockdown, mm-hmm. we have a certain level of freedom that like we can go out on the condition that we are vaccinated. At least that's how it is here in Germany, where Iman and I are living. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I guess before we go, go on more into depth about vaccines and the pandemic, as a disclaimer, this show we, we 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 have different opinions you know people have different opinions people have different ideas between whether they get vaccinated or not so on this show we respect differences respect different opinions you know we are this is our opinion so and if you guys disagree on this opinion hey we can agree to disagree let's not let's not be disrespectful you know we can all be mature people and you know have different disagreements but um in terms of vaccinations in germany right we can talk about the vaccination rate in germany uh, in the beginning of the year, it was quite good, you know, quite a rapid increase in uh, the rate of vaccination was pretty high um, and it reached a peak of about 60-65% around summer in July, in July around that time. That's when I also got vaccinated. So around July time, so 65% and then it kind of stagnated a bit. Uh, how about Malaysia? Do you know? Because you were in Malaysia, right? Yeah, so while Germany, <laughs> while Germany, while Iman was here in Germany during the peak of their vaccination program, I was still back in Malaysia. So they rolled out pretty fast, like they came in hot in the middle of the year. And at this moment, I believe about 78% of all Malaysians are vaccinated. So that's all Malaysians, including children. And in terms of adults, it's about 99%. So that's actually pretty good. Like, that's, 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 that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot of people. I mean, 
Yeah, Germany has on the other on the flip side has not been that great. I mean, like I said, it has stagnated a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Like Malaysia, it started a bit slow in the beginning because of course vaccine supplies and everything. You know, in the beginning, the the more rich countries they hoarded the vaccines and you know they had first dibs on them. Later. Right. So, um, but Malaysia so far has been very, very good. Uh, almost everybody's vaccinated. They're also starting to get uh, boosters already for the some for other for adults now. But Germany stagnated a bit, and that's for me. That's kind of worrying because because of the stagnation. Because of, okay, yeah, because of stagnation and because of summer break, the numbers went up again. And because the numbers went up again, only now people are starting to get vaccinated again. So like now you can see long lines at the vaccine centers when they could have done so in summertime you know like when it was quite empty relatively empty so yes yeah, and yeah, not not so yeah. great for germany one, one would say the same for malaysia except we had this whole thing earlier where we had a big spike like there was a, there was a third wave mm-hmm. and even as the vaccine program was rolling out we saw the numbers continue to climb in fact there was this one major outbreak in a vaccine center in Sha'alam. oh really yeah that was around the middle of this year and they had to shut down the center for a couple of days and sterilize everything. And those who got vaccinated then that they had to quarantine. But after about a month or two of the program, like the vaccine rolled out, the cases began to plummet again. Right. And so far it's been relatively stable. It's still gradually going down. Exactly. And I feel like that's that's the effect of the vaccination rates, you know, like where Malaysia now, 99% of the adults have been vaccinated. So like, that's, I'm saying, and it's, it kind of reflects back onto the the COVID rates because right now Malaysia has what, about 3,000, 4,000 daily cases per day mm-hmm. compared to Germany where it's like 20,000, 30,000 per day. And it's just like, it's so, it's so different, right? And and I think exactly it's it's because the fact that the vaccine numbers that's just stagnated in the middle of summer and then people went traveling and mm-hmm. people who, are, who, were, who were vaccinated and not vaccinated, they traveled. And because of the lack of protection, basically from the vaccines, uh, it just spread out. It just it just became. Yeah, well, if I'm not wrong, but Germany had it actually really under control in the middle of the year. Like, it did. It did. It was very very good. Exactly, hundred cases per day, like in the middle of summer, like in June, July, hundred cases per day. We thought it was over. We thought it was over, but then just suddenly, I don't know, in August, September, it just went whoop, whoop back up again. It's also a question of the new variants that some people might. That's be true. Really- they might have taken an early vaccine that would protect them against the earlier variants, but then a new variant might still be able to breach the defense. And I'm sure everyone would know like from the news that now there's Omicron coming up quite recently. But Omicron's pretty okay. Delta. But you know, but there's also studies that say that the current vaccines are already they, they they provide sufficient protection against the new variants. So I don't think that's a that much of a problem. it makes a certain difference. Definitely last year, perhaps now with the boosters and everything is getting right, better. Right. Definitely. And I kind of touched upon this thing about vaccination rates and infection rates, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know that just because you're vaccinated doesn't mean you can't carry COVID. You still can get COVID. You know, like I know one person who's vaccinated and they still got COVID. Um, but but why I think like, because like, like you, when I talk about Malaysia and like, you know, high vaccination rates, uh, low infection rates, right? But there's also other studies that show that just because they have high vaccination rates doesn't mean necessarily that they have low infection rates, right? For example, they're now in Germany, like relatively high, 75 percent of the population is vaccinated, but we still have quite high infection rates. So, one thing I found interesting was that 
the vaccination rates doesn't necessarily bring down infection rates. Probably it did beginning, but at the beginning, it probably did because mm-hmm. it kind of stemmed, you know, like, because, because combined with the lockdown, because in Germany had a lockdown and the vaccine program. So both of them combined, you know, helped the infection rates to go down. But mm-hmm. I think one thing I find interesting is that the vaccine, a high vaccination rate actually correlates to a low hospitalization rate, which yeah. I think is a, it's a very important point to make because uh, people mostly anti-vaxxers they say, oh, if I, if, even if I get vaccinated, I can still get COVID. So what's the point, right? The point is, if you get vaccinated, there's a lot less chance of you, you know, being in the hospital, being in the ICU. That's right. Mm-hmm. It increases the fatality of it as well. What, being vaccinated? No, I mean, like, the fatality of the infection. Exactly. Like, it's like, yeah. if, you're, if, if you're vaccinated, there's less chance of you being in hospital, less chance of you being on a ventilator. Yeah. And exactly, like, I, I mean, I'd rather be, like, I'd rather, like, I'd rather be sick and just stay at home, you know, because I'm vaccinated. I'm just because my body's already used to the vax to the to the virus itself. It can I can just stay at home, rest at home, then being intubated, you know, taking up space in the hospital. And it's and we can see it. We can see it in like especially in poor countries where, and now their their hospitals are overflowed because because of the low vaccination rates. You know, that that doesn't just affect COVID patients. That also affects, um, well, any other patients with other emergencies. Who would be needing these hospital beds, but they are being Pretty occupied much. by COVID patients. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So, a lot of trauma, trauma wings in hospitals are going to, are having to dedicate beds to COVID patients and ventilators and all that. And that is quite problematic. Let's say someone comes in with a heart attack or has been in an accident or something and needs some urgent immediate care. These beds are being taken up by COVID patients. That's definitely a problem. Exactly. And I guess, and maybe as a statistic to, to add to that, when in during Malaysia, uh, when Malaysia was doing their vaccination program, uh, the 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 Ministry of Health often gave the numbers of you know, COVID patients in hospitals, mm-hmm. and unsurprisingly, ninety percent of ninety percent of the of the patients there who were in hospitals, uh, who were you know in the hospital were unvaccinated, and only ten percent of them were vaccinated, and mm-hmm. of those ninety percent, of those ten percent who were um, vaccinated, only like one or two of them were like. Uh, we're in the ICU because, and that's not because of COVID, maybe because of underlying health issues. Mm-hmm. So it really shows that vaccinations may not uh, protect you from getting infected, but it sure does protect you from, you know, developing serious complications, you know, provided that you are a, an, an average healthy adult that has no underlying health complications. Right. That's right. <laughs> And do we segue here into the big question? Yeah, vaccine? that's exactly what I want to do. Uh, actually, I want to ask. So the big question, right? Should vaccines be mandatory? What do you think? Well, in my heart of hearts, I really want to say yes, make everyone who is able to get vaccinated. I mean, why would you not at this point? But also, we have to, we have to keep in mind that sort of freedom of choice that that people really want to be fully informed first before they want to make their decision. Like, okay. one, like a lot of people might have some vaccine hesitancy because of how quick the trial period was. Well, mm-hmm. vaccines usually have a five year or so trial period before they're rolled out to the public and approved by the WHO. But seeing as this was an emergency, they were given approval to roll out vaccine programs worldwide. Well, accelerated. 
Mm-hmm. And I can, I can definitely understand why some people might have some qualms with that. But this is definitely a different case while they've developed, because they've developed a whole new different kind of vaccine. Right, new technology. Yeah, the mRNA vaccine. Am I right, Iman? You're the yeah. biotechnology student. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you talk about, like, uh, people have to be informed first before taking the vaccine. I feel like people have been quite informed a lot, you know, like... Especially uh, with the internet nowadays. Especially with the internet nowadays, exactly. Like, I mean, we could talk about, like, you know, misinformation on the internet. Like, that's another episode for another day. But, mm-hmm. like, I feel like... In- People have been given enough information as to how it works. You know, you can every you can find easily find YouTube videos about how does mRNA vaccine work, the technology used, the technology developed to make this uh, vaccine. And yes, given the fact this is a new type of technology, that's that's why it's you know developed so fast and so rapidly with uh, the approval given by the WHO and the um, CDC FDA in the US. <laughs> CDC is something else. Okay, uh, but yeah, I feel like they've been informed enough, and then a plus. The, the the amount of studies done and can okay, and now it's been it's, it's already been a year right it's been, it's been a year millions of people have already been vaccinated and the only case of people developing complications are those are very very rare and mm-hmm. of very specific target groups and yeah. and for those who are developed like for these complications they've already made aware of that they're they know they know what the complications are they know why it happens so i feel like if it's like given if you're an average healthy adult i feel like you should be you shouldn't be worried you shouldn't be hesitant anymore because you've been informed already and you know it's like you you have to weigh the risks against the benefits like the benefits are you get to stop the spread or at least protect yourself and your your circle as in your friends and your family people that your co-workers anyone that you are with regularly mm-hmm. and, the, and the risk would be this small chance that there might be some form of vaccine complication. I mean, at this point, with this massive amount of people who have already been vaccinated, you can personally observe it from, well, one can personally observe it from their circle, their, yes, um, the people that they spend, they spend time with, the people that they know, and well, compare how many of them suffered severe side effects from the vaccination. I mean, I mean the, the, like, the worst really, side effect I got was like, the worst side effect I got was like sore arm and like, um, bit of a fever for a day. Uh, not, not, not for me, not even a fever. I was just sleepy and I slept, just slept the whole day, and I woke up and I was fine the next day. So yeah, I, I had a fever after my first jab. So me personally, but the thing is, they are, they are all one of the side effects. And exactly, these are the side effects that that they know of, and yeah. that it does. It's not severe. It's not gonna put you like in the hospital. Like I'd rather. You know, like, okay, I'll give my opinion on it. I feel like man- vaccines should be mandatory. Like, they're planning in Austria. Like, Austria, they're planning. I think they've already, like, definitely said that they're making it mandatory this year. Mm-hmm. Just make it mandatory because, number one, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not about you. It's about the, the population as a whole, right? Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's about not only protecting yourself, but protecting others and, you know, s- slowing down the spread. Now, I won't, I, won't, I won't say stopping the spread. I would say slow down the spread of COVID. Uh, and talking about these the side effects like i like i'd rather get vaccinated and have you know like have a fever one, just for one day at worst a sore arm and fever one day than not being vaccinated getting infected you know having like having having destroyed lungs having destroyed lungs you know mm-hmm. or even worse you know possibly worse being intubated you know like ex- like extremely bad side effects because of the covid you know infection and 
and and then you know, especially the lungs, right? Because it COVID is a it's a it's a it's a virus that affects the lungs. It's a mm-hmm. respiratory disease, basically. It basically destroys your lungs. It affects your lungs. You get uh, like your lungs start to swell up. You know, fluids filled inside. And as for me, as like I, I like to do sports, you know, I I can't imagine if I if I did get COVID and I did get and I did develop these symptoms of you know like you know all these lung damage, I wouldn't be able to play sports anymore. I mean that that would suck, right? So yeah. why not get vaccinated? And so I feel like vaccine should be mandatory. It's it's in the interest of the people. I feel like in terms of like self liberties, like you know personal liberties. To me, I feel like you live in a society. So I feel like if you live, live in a society, yeah, if you live in a society, this is a bit of you know polit- social political uh, knowledge <laughs> or theory, but like if you live in society, I feel like you should you have to give up some of your personal liberties, right? The most extreme case I I gave was like you because you live in you live in a society, you live in in a community, you lose your liberty to steal, you lose your liberty to kill people, you know, like you can say argue oh, yeah, that's my my right to kill, like you know, like I have the right to do this. Technically not, because you live in society, you gave up some of your rights, some of your personal liberties, for example. Mm-hmm. That, that's, 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 that, that's why humans, that's why humans form communities, because they okay, this, in order for, for the benefit of their survival, mm-hmm. let's form community, let's make some rules, you follow the rules. So I feel like in this case, in order to protect the community's health, right, get vaccinated. It, it literally has no, 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 no negatives if you're healthy like unless you're allergic to it or has a legitimate reason basically like i don't i don't see a reason why you should not get vaccinated now, that was definitely a very thought-provoking <laughs> example you gave there but yeah since you mentioned the part about how it affects your lungs and everything i do want to bring something up or at least two things up two common counter arguments against vaccination mm-hmm. one being even without the vaccination if one is young and healthy that risk of succumbing to the disease should one be infected is quite low but i do want to point out that even if one survives covid even as a young person a young completely healthy person it does not mean that it won't change your body completely like one can look at cases online of individuals who have contracted the disease and although they recovered completely they have not been able to breathe as deeply as they could previously or they have experienced some wheezing or some kind of other, or like reduced sporting ability, as you said. And mm-hmm. I, in fact, share that sentiment because I myself am a singer and I really don't want my lungs to be affected. Right. And so that's one that's one argument against, vaccin- against getting vaccinated, especially amongst young and healthy people who might not necessarily see the need. A second argument is one that, okay, here's a sweeping generalization, but we see those that tend to be against vaccination. They do tend to skew conservative in general. Again, that's a broad a very broad statement, but a common sentiment would be that, well, people who lean liberal use that argument of my body, my choice to argue abortion, for instance. So they feel like they can use the argument of my body, my choice to defend themselves not getting vaccination. And well, I do see where the logic is coming from. As you mentioned yourself, Iman, it's not necessarily about one as an individual, it's about the community, it's about protecting the elderly, it's about protecting the immunocompromised, yeah. the young children. So that's definitely some food for thought. I mean, so I'll, 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 I'll one up you. Mm-hmm. Like this is a bit, I guess it's a bit more of an extreme take. Or maybe some people might get offended by this, but I feel like those who are healthy, 
who who don't see the reason to get vaccinated and say, oh, I don't want to get vaccinated because it's my choice. I feel like that's kind of selfish. I think that's, I think, I think that's selfish. You know? Like, I don't know. Like, it's it's like, it's it, it's literally it literally doesn't like you only you only get positives. You know, you get protected. You protect your friends and family. But the reason, the only reason why you said you don't want to do it is because oh, my body, my choice. Like, I'm I'm trying to find an analogy for it. like uh, what what's one thing that we have like or or, or for people who are like oh um you know like oh if I get, even if I get vaccinated it, it doesn't protect me from not getting infected right it's like this yeah but you know like you still wear a seatbelt right just because you wear a seatbelt doesn't mean you won't get injured in a car crash but it does save you from you know <laughs> flying out of the car and you know and getting severely injured right you still do it it's like for me it's the same kind of thing like like if, if you don't do it you just you're just thinking about yourself you don't think about others and yeah, I just I just don't understand people who do who think like that because it's just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so well, I do I definitely do well, resonate with your sentiments. Like I really do think that a vaccine mandate is the best thing. Here in Germany, it's been hotly debated for the hotly past debated, hour. hotly so, debated, hotly debated. Not not much has really not well, not not debated really. <laughs> it's not. It's more of a protesting. <laughs> yeah, protest. You yourself, Iman, you ran into a protest. I did. I did. An anti-vaccine protest here in, in Munich. I did. I did. Uh, it was. <laughs> I was caught out of surprise. I was on a tram and then suddenly out of nowhere the tram stopped and now here was chanting outside and I stepped out and there's police all over. I'm like, oh whoa, what is this? And then I went back to my to my room and then I looked on Twitter and yeah, it was anti covid protest. Which also I think yeah. like I understand you can go protest. It's 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 your right here in Germany to do so, but sure no, sure go oh, ahead. Man. Sure, sure go go ahead and you know, express your right. But you know, like like protesting is fine. But to the point where it becomes violent, that's just that's just ridiculous in my opinion. Like, why is like I don't understand people who are so so opinionated on self on, on like liberty to the point where they're afraid of getting the health on the line. Yeah, like others on the line. Like, like they 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 gladly go to the doctors. Like if they're sick, they gladly go to the doctors and ask you know and ask for help, right? Or ask for help and get get treatment. But but when it comes to when it comes to vaccines, where they 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 want it, even though these are from the same these are developed by the same doctors, you know, by the same you know healthcare professionals, the same scientists who develop these kind of uh, medical products. For example, like for example, you, you go you go someone you go to ask somebody on the street, any random stranger on the street, and ask them how does how does how do X-rays work, or how does chemotherapy work? I can guarantee you they don't know. They probably don't know how this X-ray works or how does the, like the physical theory behind how, how x-rays work or how does chemotherapy work on how to kill how to cure cancer but but if, if, I, if I told you if you had cancer and you, and you get to go to this therapy you say no problem right but when it comes to vaccines which is still goes to the same process you know it's endorsed by the same scientists you still say oh no it's like it's it's fake it's propaganda I'm like Yo, guys, it's the same wow. thing. <laughs> you gotta do more research on it. I, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a pretty good analogy. And I never thought of it that way. But yeah, you bring up an excellent point. Speaking of protests, there's definitely a statistic that I might want to bring up, which is this one state in Germany, Saxony, they've got the highest rate of protests. And also the lowest vaccination rate. The highest rate of infections. And <laughs> lowest vaccination rate. And lowest vaccination uh, rate. So oh, there you right. go. There you go. <laughs> The one of the highest infection rates. One of the highest, and one of the highest, but definitely the lowest vaccination rate. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, let's let's okay, okay. Let's just ask. I'll pose you this question. 
let's say vaccines are not mandatory, right? And then it's, it stays like this in Germany because we're in Germany and it stays like this. Should there be consequences for those who could va get vaccinated but don't get vaccinated? That, that's quite a difficult one. Definitely a difficult question. Like, should there be fines? Like, as you said, Iman, it is, it is quite a selfish, selfish choice if you're, uh, if you're able to get vaccinated, if you're able-bodied and you choose not to. And let's say you, you get this infection, you might not show any symptoms. You may be asymptomatic, but you might spread it to others who are way more vulnerable than you, who are taking up hospital beds that others could be using, could be needing more. You do make a good point in the fact that it's selfish, but it's also one, it's hard to trace and it also depends on the community. So let's take, for instance, a, a rural community. Okay. A rural community, and they're just far removed from civilization. They don't feel the need to be vaccinated or something of the sort. And let's say they get a small handful of visitors. These visitors might be vaccinated, but maybe one of them are carrying the virus, like they're infected, but they're asymptomatic and they're unaware. And they infect the people in this village. There's a small outbreak there. But they're all not vaccinated. Should they be punished? It's it's a difficult matter. If you make such a law, like there has to be a way to trace it, which I don't really think is possible with the rate of spread and just. I, I, like, I, I, okay. agree, with, I, I agree with mean, sentiment in theory. Yeah, but, yeah. but like okay, it, in your your example, in theory, yes, like like they're they're innocent, but like in in practice, right? I don't. There's almost all villages in a country should have access like if we're talking about like we're talking about developed countries who have yeah. a good vaccination program you know who's able who has the capacity or the capability to get everybody vaccinated yeah. right so like we're this we're this we're the we're discarding or we're not we're not counting like rural, like you know like poor pop like you know like developing countries you know who are who are poor you know who have who don't have uh, an adequate supply of vaccines that they can supply to everybody else that that's i guess that's a different question but in terms of like with respect to developed countries such as germany or such as most of europe basically i feel like there should be consequences because um like i said i feel like i feel like the reason as to why there's like for me personally i feel like the reason as to why there's an increase in such in cases it's because of the the the, no, the the relaxed attitude of people who didn't get vaccinated because you know yeah. especially young people who did not yeah young people who did not get vaccinated because they feel like oh i'm young i'm i'm healthy i don't see the need of getting vaccinated you know it's just not yeah, i i i'm healthy you know if i if i get covid it's just like a just a, just a, a minor flu and because of that because of the the, the, the stagnation it spread rapidly and as we all know because people who are vaccinated can also carry the virus and just spread like wildfire and i feel like if 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 germany could have done you know germany had the vaccine program to like 80 percent by the, by the end of summer i feel like this could have been avoided as shown in malaysia i feel like malaysia is such a good example as to how effective a good vaccination program is and a good how people who are compliant or you know willing to get vaccinated it can have such good effects and then the, the only the new cases that are that are currently happening now are just very like you know asymptomatic or you know it, it doesn't it's not exploding to like you know huge numbers I but like what you mentioned about the hospitalization rate exactly exactly but one example or one um yeah i guess one example of consequences which i really think it's such a good way is singapore actually where in singapore if say you get infected with covid 
and you had to go to the hospital. You know, you're, you're, you develop complications and, you know, you had to get, you had to go to the ICU or, you know, basically go to the hospital. If you are vaccinated, the government pays for your cost, for the whole, um, for your cost. But if you're unvaccinated, you have to, you have to cover the whole cost yourself, which I think it's a great, great solution because, because to, to me, the most important, the, my, my highest concern with COVID rates is because it's actually hospital, hospitalization rates. You know, we hear stories about doctors and, you know, uh, medical staff, you know, being really tired, being overworked, uh, being, you know, overburdened with the, the you know, the, the influx of patients who are coming in, filling the ICU, filling the intensive care units, and majority of them being young, unvaccinated adults who could have gotten vaccinated, but they didn't. They choose not to be vaccinated. And, beca- and because of that, they take valuable hospital beds that could have been used for other patients as you said like you know like imagine somebody imagine if you're you live in a, in a city where the hospitals are overflowed with covid patients and then god forbid you get into a car accident and you need a hospital bed but unfortunately you can't because it's filled with somebody with some young person who, who decided hey i don't want to get vaccinated because it's my choice and now i'm on a hospital bed taking a space where, which could have been used for somebody who else who needed even way more through no fault of their own because you know if you get in car accident it's not their, it's not their fault they get into car accident it's not by choice they get into car accident right it's an accident yeah. right and so they could have used that bet but because of you because of your choice you are basically putting somebody else's life at danger which i feel like that's it's 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 bad and there should be consequences for those who do so and what singapore is doing it's it's really great because yeah we know hospital bills are crazy crazy expensive so I feel like that's a good deterrent for people to, to not, not be vaccinated. So they should get vaccinated so that they don't have to get, you don't have to pay for all these kind of stuff if, say, they do develop complications. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's I didn't know that. I think that's a good point that you that you mentioned this this initiative that Singapore has. Unfortunately, it would not work as well in countries that do not have well, universal healthcare, like the US, for example. Since we're talking about developing countries. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. That would be a bit difficult. That would be another well, complication if you're talking about consequences for those who don't get vaccinated. And now, while while you mentioned deterrence to like deterrence against not getting vaccinated, I want to talk about instead uh, incentivizing vaccines. Like for example, okay. in Malaysia, again back to Malaysia because I think the the vaccine rollout program was pretty successful in Malaysia, as we have mentioned quite a few times. There were a lot of food outlets and restaurants offering discounts, no questions asked, for anyone who provides a vaccine certificate. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great. I myself, I ate out a lot of times due um, to this. We're Malaysians, we're foodies. <laughs> we're Malaysians, we're foodies, exactly. It was definitely a big contributing factor to me getting I mean, I would have gotten vaccinated anyways, of course, but I was really looking forward to it with enthusiasm. Right. Just- it encourages to people to you know, to really want to get vaccinated, you know, I mean, like, yeah, to, like humans, or humans the very least register to get vaccinated. Like positive reinforcement. So I think that's a good thing. I think these incentives are a good thing. And I mean, we do live in a mostly capitalistic world. So I think to rely on companies in a sort of, in a sort of sense to provide these sort of discounts and incentives. Right. I mean, I think it works. I think it makes sense. It's like, especially, it appeals to the young people as well. It appeals to the young people, you know, yeah. like imagine if Starbucks say, hey, if you get vaccinated, you get a free Frappuccino on us. And I, I, I'd be like, hey, you know, like, perfect. You know, I'll look forward to getting vaccinated, actually. Like, it doesn't become like, it doesn't become like an, app- <laughs> like, it doesn't become an appointment. Oh, I have to go get vaccinated. I'll be like, 
oh yes, I'm gonna get vaccinated and I'm gonna get a Starbucks afterwards. Like, <laughs> I remember I was sitting in that observation room after I got vaccinated and I was like downloading the apps and like saving the vouchers. Saving the vouchers. <laughs> Okay, I guess um, I guess that's it. I mean, what's your out? What's your outlook for twenty twenty two about in terms of the COVID pandemic? Um, do you think it'll get better? Do you think it'll get worse? Oh, I I don't think it's gonna get that much better in terms of infection rate. I think we're gonna see the usual, you know, waves going up and down different in different countries. But I think there'll be a difference in the in the hospitalization rate. Something that we've highlighted a lot. Mm-hmm. Thanks to these vaccines, thanks to the boosters. Speaking of boosters, there'll definitely be another one in the next probably, year. Or probably, yeah. Perhaps in 2023, probably. Probably. I feel like, yeah. Of course, we might have to take COVID boosters every year, so every Pretty couple of years, just like our HPV or any other regular vaccine. Right. I feel like, I feel like personally, COVID will never go away. I think this is something we have to live with. I think this is the new normal. I mean, like people talk about, hey, we want to go back to the normal. I don't think we'll ever go back to the normal. I feel like this is the new normal. This is how life will be onwards from now on. And as you said, no, I feel like, at least for the foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future, future for yeah. next five years, I feel like this is going to be something yeah, that's regular. If you look at other pandemics in history, that's about how long it lasted, a couple of years before it started to stabilize and we still need to you know, get vaccinated Right. Get the boosters. I feel like it's like, and you said that the boosters, I feel like maybe not every year, maybe every two years, maybe we have to get like this. No, like um, there's certain, certain vaccines we have to take every few years. And I feel like COVID will be one of them where we have to take, you know, like yeah. refreshers every every few years. Um, and I, it's like, I feel like this will yeah. pretty every much... Few years, every few years, maybe in the future. I think now, like, I mean, we got, we got vaccinated in the middle of the year and I just got my booster like a couple of weeks ago. So I hope it's not going to be every six months kind of thing because that will no, definitely exhaust them. Yeah, that, that's right. I feel that I hope then. It's less frequent as time goes on. That's my hope. Mm. Mm, we'll, we'll, like we'll see. Yeah, I feel like this. I feel like this won't be a pandemic anymore. I feel like in the future it will turn into an endemic. So uh, you know, a lot more contained, I guess. Um, but yeah, COVID will always be something. In, 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 for, at least for 2022 at least it's well, it will this will still be with us this will be still a common topic that people will talk about for the foreseeable future i just hope we don't go into another lockdown i just, I just don't <laughs> yeah, want to do that anymore I, i'm done I, I hope we can go back to at least some stuff we could have done before online <laughs> I, I don't want to go online. you've only did one semester so don't you, you have no right to complain i've been doing it for what four semesters of online of online classing oh, for two years yeah pretty much the entire online. university was online so so that, yeah, that mine is so bad because mine is hybrid. I mean, you have some lectures at campus, but it's mostly online as well. Yeah, but pretty much it. Uh, I guess as the final wrap up, um, as a message to all listeners of your viewers, if you're on YouTube, um, to go get vaccinated. If you haven't been vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Or if you ha- or if you are vaccinated and haven't gotten your booster yet, go get your boosters at your nearest uh, vaccination center. It's really important. It helps to protect you, yourself, and others. Um, yeah, go get vaccinated. That's pretty much it. Sort of reiterate the disclaimer we gave right at the start. I mean, yeah, we can agree to disagree if you don't get vaccinated, but we will be judging you. Uh, Debbie <laughs> will be judging you. I, I, I'll silently judge you. I won't tell you. I'll just silently judge you. But you know, but basically, this is our opinion. You guys should get vaccinated. You know, as soon as possible, when possible. If you if you have, if you are able to do so, go get vaccinated. It's really important. 
and yeah, it helps you know to bring this thing down and go back to the old normal if if it's even possible <laughs> but yeah um i guess that's it um thanks divya for coming on to this episode again my pleasure <laughs> uh, okay. you sure you recorded the audio this time Hopefully, oh, hopefully I did. Hopefully I did. Yep. Uh, I guess. I'm telling you, I'm not doing this a third time. All right. So I guess a happy new year to everybody listening. Happy 2022. Hope you guys have a great year ahead. There'll definitely be more episodes coming soon. So I'll try to upload a lot more regularly. So you guys will see a lot more topics. Oh, you guys want to hear a certain topic that you guys want to be discussed about? Hit the links down below. Yep. Comment down below about what topics you guys want to hear about. Or if you want to see anybody in particular, maybe if you want to come to the show, hit me up. I'm always happy to receive new guests. Uh, then I guess that's it. Thanks, Divya, again for coming on to the show. And we'll see you guys again on another episode of FaceTime Fridays. Bye. Bye.